Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche, and I am here to be able to give you the tools that you need to find the greatness that's within you. I believe that when we can be able to transform you, we can be able to impact your world. I am so very excited to be on with everyone uh, that's on again. Make sure that you do me a favor before we dive in, before we get into this conversation. Um, make sure that you are commenting. Comment. Let me know where you are watching this from. Um, make sure that you allow me to be able to see also um, in reference to how you be able to know about us, how you be able to know about the Focus on Greatness family. Um, and again, I am excited. I know that tonight is going to be something that I have been waiting waiting for a conversation that I've been waiting for. And I hope all those that come on tonight that you have been waiting and anticipating this conversation as well. Now, before we dive in, I want to just kind of give us a brief of where we've been. We've been kind of on this journey dealing with and talking about building. Um, I believe it's vitally important in this time and in this season that we build. We have talked about building our relationships. We have talked about building as leaders. We have talked about the cost of building. We have talked about different things because I believe that in this season that God is giving unto us an opportunity and a moment to be able to build now for the future. And so we're going to continue on this conversation dealing with the same thing um, on building. And again, I pray that you are ready. I see some people, oh, Callie is in the house. And so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Um, what God is going to say tonight. So what I'm going to say, um, I put out a little post on this morning just to kind of get people ready, but I'm going to say it again, just for those that are on here, get your paper, get your pencil, your tablet, whatever you're going to take your notes on, um, because we want to make sure that tonight, that this is not just something that you are listening to, but something that you apply to your everyday life. So right before we dive in, I want to make sure that you check this out. Make sure you're liking, make sure you share, and I'll be right back right after this. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. 
Alrighty, alrighty. So we're going to dive right in and I'm going to introduce now, I, I can cheat a little bit because this is actually my brother. So I'm not saying this spiritually, but yes, I'm introducing uh, my big brother uh, is going to be coming in in a minute. And for those that are checking out this beautiful shirt that I have on, uh, make sure you get your, get your t-shirt, get your material um, as well from the Salt Society. We actually uh, just launched a couple weeks ago. I'm so excited, uh, proud of my wife as well as my family for this new endeavor and new adventure. Um, but I want you to put some hearts, put some thumbs up, put some comments in the air uh, for my big brother, Dr. Nate Dunlap. <laughs> Give some love out to my brother. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Oh, my goodness excited excited to be here this is this is huge this is huge. <laughs> <laughs> hey we gonna cut up so for those yes, who don't sir. know we gonna we gonna cut up tonight yes Good we tonight. are yes we are but i'm seeing people putting some hearts in the air people throwing some some love out there and i'm loving it so uh do me a favor before we dive in and before we get uh having having some fun tonight um do me a favor and introduce yourself to the people um, so the people can kind of get to know you just a little bit and um, and then we'll dive right in. Absolutely. My name is Nathaniel Dunlap Jr. I am a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's where I was was raised. And listen, um, I, I got so much stuff on my bio. It's always hard for me to do this. But let me just, <laughs> it, it is. It is. Right. So I'm cutting up from the beginning. So uh, I can tell you, I have an earned doctor degree in conflict transformation. Uh, from New York Theological Seminary, a uh, Master of Arts in Theological Studies focusing on ethics from Columbia Theological Seminary, an MPA from Columbus State University, and my alma mater, where, I, where it all got started, Virginia State University. I earned a bachelor's degree there. Um, served almost 13 years in the U.S. Army between active duty time and National Guard time, and uh, married three wonderful children, doing good, not causing us a whole bunch of trouble. Um, I get to lead this wonderful organization called the Possessions Resource and Finances or PRF Institute, which is a stewardship based teaching ministry that focuses and got founded so we can basically help the body of Christ, help pastors and help those within uh, within the pews, if you will, to live life and live life more abundantly. And so um, we've been doing this for 12 over 12 years now. Um, Really, really fortunate to have a great team of folks um, that walk alongside with me and uh, just excited. Just excited. We, we here. Let's let's get it. Y'all go on <laughs> the website on the screen. Um, you know, you can go and look on the website, but um, I'm just a man after God's own heart. That's that's basically what it is. I really just try to do everything I can to try to help the body of Christ be better than what we are mm -hmm. showing and what we have been showing in the past. So. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right. So I again, I'm excited about this. Um, and as you can see, my brother is excited about this conversation as well. Um, and I believe that this is going to be something that is really going to help. Now, for those that have been Hard and been staying and uh, rocking with me on the Greatness Family, you understand that one, um, I make sure that I do not bring anybody to this platform that I do not believe is going to be beneficial to those that are listening, um, those that are on live, those that will be listening through um, Apple Podcasts or 
Spotify or whatever form of podcast you're listening to it from, I make sure that whoever I'm, whoever I believe that God is leading me to bring on is somebody that's going to help us. And one of the things that in this season specifically, we're, we're not going to, we're not, we're going to probably deal with some past tense, but we're going to deal with this specifically. One of the things that I believe that this season revealed is where we were financially. Mm. Um, I believe that that COVID-19 did something where it, it showed us where our finances and where we really were financially. I believe it was some people, um, I believe I was actually listening to a pastor and they made a, a very powerful statement, but truthful. And it was COVID didn't make you poor. It just revealed that you was. Ooh. COVID, COVID didn't make you, COVID didn't break your bank. It just showed that your bank was already broke. So it, it was one of those things that in this season that, that financially COVID did something to us. And what I believe that God is doing, um, as me and you already spoke about before on the side, what I believe that God is doing is that in this season, God is doing a Joseph moment where he is trying to get his people together to start preparing and gathering their self so that they can be able to be prepared for the future. I believe that we are supposed to be what the scripture tells us to be, and that is the lenders and not the borrowers. And so we are going to dive in. Oh yeah, I'm going to stir you up. We're going to dive into this conversation because I want to make sure that all of us, that we are ready and prepared for the future. So um, without further ado, <laughs> without further ado, what I want to do is, as you can already see, um, I really want to dive into this context and we're going to, we want to, I want to build it. We're going to have a conversation with it, but I want to kind of give us some leeway in reference to however the Holy Ghost and the Spirit moves us to go. But I want to be able to deal with this because I'll say it this way, and, and I think I'm, I'm free to be able to say this the, the way that I want to say it, is I'm tired of God's people being broke people. Um, I'm tired of God's people not being able to represent the kingdom financially because we're not being stewards and good stewards over our finance. I'm tired of the of the people of God not being able to take care of our people um, and to be able to help those in need because we're not doing as God told us to be able to do. Um, so what what where? Yeah, let's go ahead and dive into this conversation. And you, yeah, I want to go ahead and yield the platform a little bit to you. And we're going to have some fun with this. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, so listen here. We have, I agree with that statement. And, and, and here's what's interesting. A lot of people know where we were before COVID-19 came. We know mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, we know because churches were shutting down right. way before COVID-19 came. So, so for a moment, I want us to just push to the side this whole notion that COVID-19 just totally wrecked shop. One of the things that I teach in, 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 in fiscal responsibility is that you have to assess your situation. You had to be willing to say, where am I right now? We don't wait until all mess hits the fan. <laughs> and then because and, and here's the truth, and, and I'm going to try to be so compassionate tonight, but I'm going to step <laughs> on your toes. Yes, sir. Please do. 
we know that the body of Christ has been suffering for years. One, because the body of Christ has been divided. Well, yeah. excuse me, not the body of Christ. The body of Christ is together. Churches mm -hmm. have been divided. Denominations mm -hmm. have been have divided us as, right. as bodies of, of faith. And, and in all of this, when COVID-19 came, now we start seeing a reliance upon the government. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we had a guy shared with us back in April. Mm -hmm. It was like, listen, kingdom preparedness, that's where we need to be, right? right. And, and you were right. there with us when we yes, were talking sir. about clothing. And it's yes, so sir. amazing <laughs> that the Salt Society, I, I see you ain't know I was going to bring the Salt Society has been birthed in this time frame because God was saying, listen, I need y'all to be focusing on some, some specific things in order for us to get to a better place. I'm going to say it. Anybody who is jumping up and down so happy because Joe Biden became president. As a believer, you are going to miss it. Hear me, mm -hmm. you're gonna miss it because so many people of the world have placed Joe Biden already as their God. Mm. They placed mm. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the ones who are gonna save this country. No, it's right. not. Right. It doesn't matter who's sitting up there. Right. Because right. we are the ones that's supposed to be running this thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the danger. When God removes his hand, <laughs> when God says, you know what, y'all want to do things the way that y'all want to do it, mm -hmm. I'm going to let you have to deal with it. It's, it's yeah. kind of like uh, getting spanked a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to spank you a little bit because you, right. you, you're not understanding. And, and I remember this. I remember back in November 2016, the Lord spoke through Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. And what the Lord gave me, because the message on that Sunday was we're going to be here for a while. Mm. And it wasn't until this year where God revealed another part of that. And that part is I never said four years. Mm. So so what that means, let's talk about Joseph. What that mm -hmm. means is you can think that you're only going to be in a situation for a certain period of time. Right. Right. But if you don't listen to what God says, see, in Genesis, God said. Through Joseph, mm -hmm. seven mm -hmm. years of feast mm -hmm. and seven years of famine. I'm kind of amazed that I don't hear too many prophets saying how long we going to be dealing with this crap. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not hearing it. You know, my right. reach may not be that, that that large and wide, but I'm not hearing it. So mm -hmm. if you don't hear where God says we're going to suffer for a little while. We're going to have millions of people still filing unemployment claims. We're going to be in this space mm. for a little while. Then all you can do is work with where you are and work with what you got. I preached yeah. the message one time, work with what you already got. Listen, mm -hmm. I know I got a doctorate degree. I say it like I say it, right? Mm -hmm. Because I want people to get it. I want people yeah. to understand that, that it's not about going or being over top of people's heads. Mm -hmm. We got to make this thing, and especially when it comes to finances, brother, we have to make it where people can just understand it from a simplistic point of view. Yeah. When you make people understand what we're talking about tonight from a simplistic understanding, no devil in hell can stop them. Right, right. Households will be changed. Pastors won't be doing crazy stuff. Pastors <laughs> won't be manipulating stuff. Right. And that's really why um, why one of the reasons why I, I wanted to bring you on. I remember us having a conversation um, and I'm 
this was, man, this was some years back and you had came into Austin and me and you were talking. Right. And um, in the conversation, we talked about in reference to this context of finance, but we were dealing with really um, in reference to the generational thing. And one of the pieces that that I remember in that conversation, and I still think about even on today, is this mindset of the reason why you have where we have generational poverty or generational pieces is because there was never a time where we were educated. We, we kept educating the negatives. We kept educating from the way or place that we were in, but we never took the time to find out the what you're just saying, the basic fundamentals of what I need to be doing financially so I can be able to change my change the the, the those that come behind me. Um, for for example, I, I was I was raised by a single mom. Um, I was raised by a single mother, but what I understood and I understand now is when I understand now at this point is I have two sons, just like I know you have your, your family, your kids, you know, I have two sons and I understood I cannot financially have the same mindset that I was, that I had before now, because I don't want the generational behind me. Mm -hmm. to have the same financial stability or problems that I have that I had to go through. And I think where where we need to deal with, I have we have to learn now. You have to be taught now. See, I think, okay, I'm going to say this because we already out here. So I think one of the biggest problems is that mm -hmm. we believe that it's just one-sided in reference to this the the context of surely as believers we believe we, we believe this context of that we live under an open heaven and because we give that 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 blessings will be poured out unto us and that we're going to gain all of this wealth just because we are givers and god showed me this years ago is yes the process is giving but it's also stewardship there is no good father there's no good god that will give unto you something that he know you can't steward so we're, we're going through this process, but don't have the basics. We don't have a budget. We don't have nothing that we're living by. We don't know what's going out. We don't know what's coming in. We just live in life and then trying to figure out now, why are we in the situation that we're in? And I believe what God is trying to do is shift this dynamic so that we can break this context. And it's, it's sad to say in this essence, but it's more in in the the blacker the black church the black people context where we are stuck in this mold where we are stuck in this mindset where we are stuck in this thing and it's like no we have to break this piece and we're going to step out tonight and try to help some people because I'm tired I'm tired of seeing our people go through this. I'm tired of seeing people that are walking around and they are struggling for no apparent reason when we can just start with the basics and build from there. Come on. Go ahead, big bro. <laughs> you done got me going to the book. Right, yes, sir. Uh, all right. So <laughs> it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. and, and listen, I've been... You know, PRF has been around since 2008, but I've done other things. Right. right. And, and yeah, so it's very difficult to to be going down a path mm -hmm. or 
rolling down a hill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then just stop. Right. So, so, so for your, those of you who are taking notes, one of the most challenging things is to stop doing what you're doing. Yep. I'm not deep. It's not deep. <laughs> one of the most challenging things. Now, the question is, if I'm telling you, stop doing this and stop doing that. It's like mm-hmm. a child. If yeah. I tell you to stop doing this, then the child wants to know, well, what else can I do that's fun? Because right. I'm believing that what I'm doing is fun. Right. 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 If, if you take my ball, give me the ball, Nate, and I give you the ball, then now I'm sitting there like, what do I do? Right. So unless you have something to put else to put into my hand, you can't expect me to act or behave the same way. Yeah. So 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 folks are looking for something else to come into their hand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there's been people who have been taking stuff out of their hands. Mm, And so they can't mm, have. mm. All right. So (laughs) so 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 let's go. Let's let's just deal straight from the beginning of the book, because Mm. when you talk about foundational, there's so much even in Genesis. Right. 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 right, You've been on you've been on this Joseph thing for a minute. (laughs) Right. Right. So I want to go back a little bit further. Okay. Because it's so relative to finances. Many of God's people have been doing what I'm going to say, sinful things with their money. Mm. Sinful. Now, I'm not beating anybody up because I've done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I done spent way too much money on liquor right. back in the day. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Right? With, with the intent of, of getting drunk. Right. right. I don't spend way too many too much money in the clubs mm-hmm. in my younger days. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So I've done it. So we can go ahead and get that out the way, right? We've mm-hmm. all done things where God sin is not God was not pleased with some of the things and many of the things we've done with our money. Right. Right. I've purchased things knowing that I had no reason to purchase it. I just wanted it. Right. Mm-hmm. Either mm-hmm. One. I just want it. I put things on credit. So I can show that I was balling out of control when I was really broke, busted and disgusted, trying to impress people, mainly chicks Mm -hmm. back in the day or my partners. Right. And then not having a plan in place. So we've all we've all done these things. Right. Many of us. Right. But once you're going down a path. You can't just stop. You only can stop when the Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. the spirit of God allows you or helps you to stop. Yeah. It's just like you heard people that smoked and said, I quit cold turkey. Okay. Well, if mm-hmm. I know that the power of God can stop somebody from smoking with it, which is an addiction mm-hmm. chemically and physiologically, physiologically, right? Mm-hmm. And I know body of Christ, we can do better. You can stop doing some of the stuff y'all been doing with y'all money. <laughs> I that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So go into Genesis. In Genesis chapter chapter five, right? <laughs> God was fed up. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. think you fed up. <laughs> God was fed up, and I'll loosely give the story. Mm-hmm. He regretted and was kind of not so happy mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the fact that he created mankind. Right, right. Mankind was living and doing whatever mankind wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Well, let me translate that. The body of Christ has oftentimes been doing what the body of Christ or what churches and pastors have been wanting to do. Yeah. So when God gets fed up, see, see, 
don't be trying to run all the way to the New Testament on the grace. No, let's look at look at let's look, let's deal with the God that that, that judges and says, Listen, I'm not gonna allow you because I love you too much to keep mm -hmm. letting you do this. He loved humanity so much that he allowed all the rest of them jokers except for Noah and, and his wife and his and his sons and <laughs> right. get on the boat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was a starting over period. Yeah. And and I've been wrestling with this for the last two weeks. God has been allowing the finances of churches to collapse mm. this year openly because right. plenty of churches closing all types of denominations by the droves every year. Right. But he's allowed it to happen very openly. Yeah. Because there's a need mm. to restart this thing. Now, here's where it's going to hurt some of y'all, because some of y'all ain't going to believe what I'm about to say, because you're not going to believe this you. Some of y'all can't get on the boat. Why would God say, I am tired Ooh. of mankind and all that you're doing in this wickedness and sin mm -hmm. and then give you a ticket to the boat? Right. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, so, so you got two choices, people. You got one choice. One choice is still keep doing what you're doing. Right. And let God deal with you in a way that you you may not have a way to come back from, mm -hmm. or make a conscious choice. See, sometimes this stuff don't get into our spirit. Sometimes you just make a conscious choice with your mind before it even gets to your spirit. Right. Because if you're right. not thinking about it, <laughs> what are you dealing with? Mm -hmm. So make a conscious choice. You know what? I have this habit. I go gambling and I'm wasting money. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about. People that's going and you know, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about a scratch off every now and then. I ain't right. come on, let's not be religious, right? I'm talking about folks that's going to the casino all the time, right? And spending right, money right. and get themselves and don't have people that are doing just say today's the day that Lord, I need your help. I I, I want to stop doing whatever I'm doing, and you can call it out, right? right. Be honest with God. So God's mm -hmm. like, okay, he's serious, or she's serious. Right. Call that thing out. You know what you've been doing. And they say, God, now, now show me the right tools, show me the right individuals that I can connect with that can help me. Because the truth of the matter is, most of y'all can't go to y'all pastor about nothing with finances. That's a sip tea moment right there. Oh, God. And I say mm. this with compassion. You just can't do it. My, my role allows <laughs> me to say that with confidence. Right. Oh, my gosh. And I constantly am saying, listen, we need our leaders to lead. Yeah. But I, you don't need them to lead in the area that they're not equipped or anointed to lead in. Yeah. So one of the two foundational scriptures for PRF is Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven. When Elisha was confronted or addressed by the widow woman, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the reason she went to him was because her husband died, left them with debt, mm -hmm. and the culture allowed the creditors to come and take the children as slaves. Yep. There's been too there are too many of God's children right now that if that was happening right now, there would probably be a pharaoh sitting in a White House somewhere saying, these jokers about to outnumber us. We're gonna have to do something about this because they would wow. have a very large slave force. Mm, mm, and when mm, you're mm. in slavery, when you're in bondage, you don't do the same thing. 
that you do when you're free. Mm-mm. 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 Wow. So we can do this, right? We have to reset. We have to not look at the fact that if I'm rolling down this hill, mm-hmm. where's the brakes? Right. I remember back in the day on, on the bike, and we used to always let it go down that hill. Mm-hmm. Man, if you didn't have the right type of brakes, you right? But with God, God knows how to stop that thing right in his tracks. Yeah. So today, nobody, none of you watching or listening, none of you have to go another day in the situation that you're in. It doesn't mean that all your stuff is straight. It right. doesn't mean that the stack of bills is not there. Yeah, they they there. Right. We try to get all religious and super spiritual, <laughs> like when people get baptized, you go in the water, you come up a brand new creature. Yeah, but you still got some of them lusts. Right. You still mm-hmm. got some of those mm-hmm. tendencies. Mm-hmm. So people had to work through those things. And that's what we do. We try to work through these things with people. Yeah. God is not going to reset this thing for us as believers. Mm-hmm. He's not going to allow us to come out of this thing as believers collectively as mm-hmm. much as it could be right, when right. you got folk that he know if he put them on the boat, they ain't going to be doing nothing but drinking, smoking, messing around with Joker's wives. I'm right. talking about sometimes too, I know. But that, that's not what God going to do. I'm not God, but I'm just, right. I just don't believe that that's the type of God. Now, if we want it, if you want to get on the boat and you want better, but you also want to hold on to those other things, don't expect it to be like it's going to be. Just, right. just don't expect right. it, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. because God is a just God. One of the one of the commandments is have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's give it all. Let's give it all to God. Say, you know what? This is not right. My credit's not right. Right? My credit's mm-hmm. not right. Or I got too much debt. Or I know I'm not a good steward. Right. Yeah, right. that's that's the powerful stuff. And I'm going to tell you, everything I just said, and I can go down a whole nother list, but all of that is related to Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. And I'm going to be quiet after this. <laughs> yes, because sir. it says that the Proverbs, for those of you who don't mm-hmm. know, is wisdom literature. Mm-hmm. That's some deep stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because I really rather deal with somebody that's talking with wisdom than their head knowledge. Forget right. these four degrees that I got, right? That can that has trained me in a certain way. But if I'm giving you something from wisdom, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, man! Forget what they taught me at, at, at the schoolhouse. Right, right. Coming straight from God. So here's what it says in Proverbs 11 and two. For those of you taking notes, first comes pride, then comes shame, but with humility. There is wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we want believers. We want the mm-hmm. body of Christ. We want church mm-hmm. folk to, to, to put aside the pride yeah. and, and, and get rid of the shame. But it's a process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight all of the time. Mm-hmm. You, you, we know what we deal with. Right. But if it doesn't happen just like that, mm-hmm. that's when we have to continuously be connecting with God. Yeah. To help us work through those things. And if you find yourself not able to do this thing by yourself, then 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 that's when you call somebody. Right. Right. You ask for somebody, ask somebody for some help. And, and, and I'll say this, I'm gonna be quiet at this for real. <laughs> it's a shame that there are so many hmm. churchgoers 
that cannot go to the place that they spend so much time and put so much stock in mm. to be able to help them when it comes to financial matters. That's a shame. So, so what people do is they find anybody who's going to help them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, it's not wisdom speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tricks. It's, right. it's, it's tricks. It's, it's, yep. it's gimmicks. Yep. And and I and I know this for a fact because a lot of people we teach a course called Credit and Debt are First Cousins. We teach people you didn't get in debt overnight. Most mm-hmm. of us, right. So you may not get out of it that quick unless a influx of cash comes. But should that influx of cash not come, mm-hmm. then what are we gonna do? See, there's there's these myths out here that we I'm I'm busting them in the mouth. <laughs> right. Hey Robinson, right. That, that's what I want to do to all this nonsense. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But just, just bust them in the mouth because. People believe that they can just go to whoever they go to mm-hmm. because they got the title. Because, I, listen, doctor in front of my name doesn't qualify, qual- does not qualify me to deal with this. Right. It's the right. anointing that I had before I became Dr. Dunlap yeah. that qualifies me to be able to deal with this. Yeah. Now, the fact that I've done some additional education, which God has merged those things, that makes it more powerful. Right, right. But you got folk that teach finance. You know what I mean? All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> T-Mobile. I, I, I want, I want, we have to have the real conversation. We yeah. got to have the real conversation because I told, I said this the other day. We don't get, we may not get another opportunity as the church. We messed up royally over these last nine months. Right. right. We failed. Let's not, listen, I don't, your church? Mm-hmm. My church, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yes, we gave out some boxes of food to folks and we helped feed some folk for a short while. But when the folks stop giving you the free food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you stop feeding people. Hold on. They ain't stop getting hungry. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And, 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 listen, and, and <laughs> bring ye all the ties into the storehouse. Yeah. We teach a course called Tithing Out of Law or Love, or let's call Tithing Out of Law or Love. The storehouse ain't the church. Mm-hmm. The storehouse is that place. <laughs> if the if the church is akin to the temple, then who decided this mess that the storehouse was the church? Right. Storehouse does nothing but store up what is needed to give out at a prescribed time. Mm-hmm. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Seven, years of peace, seven years of famine. Right, right. Right. So, so two things that this time has has helped us to see. Is that one? People were not prepared, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Planning and savings are next door neighbors is another course, right? Just was not planned. They had yeah. not been planning. But the other thing, it showed that people were robbing the storehouse, mm. and or the storehouses were empty, right? So mm. we should not have been reliant. Upon those farmers who milk was going to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. So they had to give it away because that was going to help. We shouldn't have had to rely on that. Right. Right. We listen. 
Dr. Bill Winston, Chicago. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. He said one of the most powerful things. He said the church should be the strongest economic entity or force in a community. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, if you got two members and, and you one of two, you two members out of like, you know, 400 churches in your community, you right. know, it may take a while, right? You may mm-hmm. not come up the gate like that. Right. <laughs> but we have too many churches. Mm-hmm. And, and, and listen, y'all got to be right fast because I just go. Man. It's coming <laughs> We should control not the economic banking system of our country. Mm-hmm. We should have our own economic mm-hmm. banking system within right. the body. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've had this conversation. Yeah. If yes, sir. We don't, when we listen, I love the fact that that Killer Mike mm-hmm. and Ambassador <laughs> Andy Young, and I forgot the other brother's name, have come together to, to create what's going to be called Greenwood Bank. I don't know if you mm-hmm. heard about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Modeling after what happened in Tulsa, North Tulsa, Oklahoma, with right. with Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. and I remember when I signed up because I said I want to be a part of it, right? Because you know I'm black and it's yeah. To... But here's the truth of the matter: I, I said I wasn't going to say this openly, <laughs> but I am. Um, folks gonna be disappointed, mm-hmm. not because their hearts are not in the right place, right? Because they're lying. Pr- pr- there's going to be a reliance upon the same jokers that won't support a black bank already in their community. Mm. Going to be relying upon them same jokers that won't support a Christian credit union as a believer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation a couple months ago when he was doing this kind of preparedness with, I won't, yeah, in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with some hitters. Mm-hmm. And something said, the spirit said, look up Christian credit union, because we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And both of the, two of the cats was pastors, or mm-hmm. said they were pastors or preachers. And then I asked the question and I said, you already got a Christian credit union in Birmingham at a church. Mm-hmm. But if we're trying to build, then we have to put some things to the side. Because why is that particular Christian credit union from XYZ Church mm-hmm. not busting out of the seams? Hmm. Why are not they the ones that's lending money to the believers? Yeah, covenant, same way. Yeah, if you, I don't have a problem saying it. If you right. In Texas, I don't know. I know one Christian credit union in, in Commerce Cove and Green. <laughs> federal Savings Credit Union, right? Am I, right. Am I still close to it? <laughs> you good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's covenant, right? <laughs> so, with all the churches in that community, Mm-hmm. If everybody deposited their money mm-hmm. into covenants, or if there was two, mm-hmm. there would be a greater impact of lending and borrowing. Right, right. But if the members of my church, which is down the street, got to go to Wells Fargo and then Wells Fargo do some crazy stuff like they did a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And now you got to wait on the lawsuit to get two hundred and fifty dollars or your thousands of dollars and your credit being messed up. It's nobody's fault but ours. Right. Gotta stay. Listen, you have the tools at your disposal, people. Mm-hmm. I need you to use them. Yeah. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done for real. I'm gonna hold 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, this is what I want y'all to do. Um, if this is already blessing you in any way, shape, or fashion, um, what I want you to do is I want you to make sure that you are sending us some likes, put up some hearts, um, tag your friends. Because what I want to do in these next few minutes, I want to take advantage of this time and I actually want to see if we can give them some basic fundamentals before we leave. Um, one of the things that I remember talking to my mentor, one of the things he helped me with is he helped me understand that he helped me understand something that I believe is very powerful uh, for it, it, for any, no matter what this, whatever the context is, but surely dealing with this context of finances is he said, we have what is considered as a mental blueprint. Um, over the years, we have created a blueprint of how we think about money, how we think about um, how we spend money, how we gain money, what we think about the definition or the defining form of when we talk about money. Um, yes, it's across the board. We can talk about it for relationships. It's the same thing. But we have a, a blueprint that we have set in our minds that now has to be configured. We have to change it. And like you said, it takes time. It's not something that you're going to change overnight, um, but it is a work in progress. That And that's the thing that I love about this context. You have to start talking about it. You, it's never going to change the pack. It's never going to change that. Right. Actually putting things to the feet to the pavement, as they would say, is actually mm -hmm. what is going to actually start to change that blueprint. You have to start changing the habits. Um, just like you said, and you know, again, I agree with you all the way, um, is in this aspect is we've all made financial bad decisions. I mean, I could tell you some financial bad decisions that I made, but I'm not about to put myself out here on this, on this live. Um, but, but there is some decisions, you know, <laughs> there is some decisions that I have made financially that was that one put my fight, my could have put my family in a very bad state. Um, you know, it could have affected me in my future. It's a lot of different things when we are not, when we don't have the right mindset, it hinders us in so much. Um, you know, we, we can, we can talk about families that are not prepared, um, you know, all of these different things. And with this context of when we're talking about the, the money blueprint, one of the things that helped me change my thought process was, is, is this thought process for, is this thought for me? Again, I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for me, bro, is this, is if something happens to me today, what happens to my family? Mm. If something happened to me today, will my family be taken care of? Will my wife be grieving me and the bills? Come on. You know, will she be struggling trying to take care of, you know, um, of 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 her of our boys, walking them through this process at the same time, trying to figure out where they're gonna stay. You, you know, it's it's those things that start to really click to where it's like, no, nah, we need to make some major adjustments. I, I, God, I need to seek you to find out how do you, because this is the beauty I love about how God is. When we start moving in the direction, 
mm-hmm. of wanting to change and wanting to wanting to do something different, I start asking God real questions. Hey, okay, listen, um, I need to change this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to start getting better in this. Um, God, I need some new ideas. I need some new inventions. We, we yeah. I think sometimes we forget and we only call or not only, but sometimes we on, we talk to God just for the bills, but not for the inventions. We, mm. we, 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 we have to start getting to a point where we're saying, God, show me ways that I can be able to, to bring in different forms of income so I can take care of my home. But again, what we're about to hit now, even with all of that, if you don't have the basics, if you don't have the fundamentals, if you don't have the foundational piece, no matter what it is, you will still be placed in the same position. You can have thousands and millions of dollars flowing through your pockets. And then when it's time for you to go on, you have zero in the bank account. It doesn't make one of the major. OK, I'm going to say this and we'll, we'll dive into this. One of the major things that I think confuses me is how a sports player which brings in millions of dollars Mm. can leave the industry or leave the forum and be broke. How can a a, a person like where you, where we listen to people like, you know, Mike Tyson and you hear their story of how they did all these spectacular things. And then when it's time for them to sit down, they don't have no money. What that shows me is they was throwing you money, but you didn't have the basics. You didn't have the fundamentals. And so for all those that are listening, um, all those that are watching, we don't want that to be you. I want I want you to make sure that when God is starting to bless his people, that you are in the right posture to be able to do it. We could go through scripture. I promise you, we both could go through scripture and help you. But we want to make sure before we leave that we are giving people the basics. I want to make sure you have some fundamentals before we get off this thing, because I promise you, if y'all let us lose too much, we could both go um, <laughs> and be able to help everybody and and just showing you throughout scripture what God and how God wanted to fashion this. So do me a favor, bro, and really just show, give us some, I would say again, some basics of how people can be able to start. Just, Jay, just we can just even start whatever the classes, but we can just start with the basics. Let's start with the basics and we can go from there. Here's the basics. A lot of times people have this misconception to think that budgeting is the basics. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. Help us so out. In, in this space mm-hmm. of, of finances and personal financial management, it, it is. Mm-hmm. But God's revelation has revealed something different. Mm. It's a personal financial inventory. Okay. And so what this personal financial inventory does it helps you with stewardship because you don't know where you are unless you have a good understanding mm. and can see what you have. Yeah. So yes, before sir. we even get to budgeting, I don't teach. We don't teach budgeting. Mm-hmm. Right. Enough people are out there doing it. But we teach a personal financial inventory. And that is where you focus on assets, liabilities, important papers. Mm. And listen, you, you got to understand how to put all this stuff together. And it's, it's overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you are willing to put together a personal financial inventory. Well, some people are like, what in the world is that? I right. just told you, assets, liabilities, right? <laughs> the things that you owe, the things that you have that are worth something, that are valuable, right. right? Where are your important papers? I promise you, if you do this, not if, 
when you do this, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. will be that that trajectory that you were talking about a little while earlier, mm -hmm. because everything else will flow from it. Yeah. Doing a personal financial inventory is what's going to allow you to show God how well you are at being a good steward. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you are not a good steward, it's going to show God that you've taken one step forward to being a good steward. Yeah. 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 So that listen and, and, and we'll. Listen, we got grant money this year. Listen, we'll put we'll work on something together, mm -hmm. right? In like the next week, I guess. <laughs> right. And we will offer that that class not free mm -hmm. because ain't nothing free. Right. But we will right. offer that class. We'll we'll give it to whoever we need to give it to it free. Um now at the end of the year. Because the truth is, no nobody need to wait until 2021. We right. need to go ahead and we need to do stuff now. Right. So yes, sir. um just listen, you follow us on Facebook or whatever. We'll put it out there. So you just go and you look for it on on, on High Room's page. And, and after <laughs> we get it together, and we'll offer it. And it'll, it'll be a code. Take it so that you can put your stuff together. Um, yeah. 17, 18 page document. You get to line up everything. Now, once you do that, I have to say this. If you are married, it's going to be best that you do it with your spouse. Mm -hmm. I had a call today, brother. Um, brother says, this person has said, listen, I handle everything. Okay. That's good. But we need your wife to be a part of this process because if not, you're not, you are not operating as one. You're not walking right. together as one. Yeah. So both people need to have an understanding of, of what it is. That's practical. Let me give you another practical thing. Yes, sir. Leaders. If you are a religious leader, you must Get educated on what we're talking about right now. Yes. Not so that you can teach it, not so that you can preach it. We're talking about you need to get this for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when I start going into Timothy, when Paul was talking to, to, to young <laughs> Timothy, he said, a man that can't rule his own household well. Well, listen, I know too many of my brothers and sisters who are not ruling their households well, but can preach fire from heaven, can pray like nobody's business. <laughs> But that's a flaw. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. leaders, I need you. To, we need you to get educated. We we need you to deal with your stuff. Mm -hmm. And 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 you notice I don't call people out by name. Right. Right. So so it's a safe place. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a safe place. The third thing I will say is, if you are leading a, a ministry, leading a church, you must right now hear me. You must institute a stewardship or a financial base teaching ministry as part of the, the rubric of your church. Hmm. How could you not during this time? Let me let me give right. you some scripture on that. Right. When the children of Israel was um, had left from Egypt, they didn't leave broke. Mm -hmm. They left more wealthier than what they were. They were already wealthy. Mm -hmm. They just were enslaved. Yep. Mm -hmm. So they left wealthier because they received from the Egyptians upon leaving. Mm -hmm. And God found it fit to teach them how to operate when they got into the promised land. He, he found it fitting to give them all these things that we're bringing out to you about the release of the debt and the law of the time. All right. of this stuff. While they were in the wilderness. So so this is the time where you say, Dr. Dunlap. Tell me what we need to do. 
Right. Right. right? What, what do we need to do to get something going in this church? Can you I ask it us all the time? Do you train people? If you willing to be trained, I'll train you. Yeah. Right. This is not my thing. This is God's. So I will train whoever I need to train so that they can implement whatever's needed. And in yeah. and, 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 and one thing that I will say is as a, a fourth thing. You must do an assessment. If you're not willing to do an assessment with 12 to 15 questions about whatever area it is mm-hmm. that we're dealing with, I'm probably not going to be able to help you because all that person really wants is to hurry up and get their situation fixed. Right. Right. Yeah. So so let's let's do this. I mean, we got assessments for all. Let's do the assessment. Let's find out where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as a fifth thing, I'm going to be quiet at this. The fifth <laughs> thing is. You must consult godly and wise counsel. I didn't say you must go to your church. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you go to your pastor. I didn't say come to me. Godly and wise counsel. If you're not cons- if you're not going to do that, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be tough. And, and, and let me share this. December 31st is the time that the moratorium on evictions and foreclosures, it ends. That means everybody, all y'all who haven't been paying your mortgage because you haven't had to, all y'all who haven't been paying your rent, regardless whether you lived in a place where you only paid $20 a month, Mm -hmm. come January 1st, they will legally have the ability to get ready to start that process. You got to do something today because Mm. you don't want to wait until and, wow. and, 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 and listen, and we have an initiative for that. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, if you don't do something about it today, and let me tell you what I know, I'm I've already I got paperwork, not on this desk, but mm-hmm. another office. I got paperwork that shows where people have signed agreements with their mortgage companies. One that just settled a bill lawsuit, law, mm-hmm. a large lawsuit with fifty attorney generals, um, Nation Star, Mr. Cooper. Um, they, this person has elected, the language says something like this. Mr. Such and such has elected not to make payments until September, for example. This is back in April. Mm-hmm. And once September comes, then we are not foregoing those payments that they owe. So those payments are now due. But because this thing has been extended, this is real life stuff, y'all. It's been extended to December 31st. That means January 1st. Guess what could happen? The courthouses mm. are now going to start to be inundated. And I can tell you that they're already it hasn't stopped. So people have already started. These companies have already started going through the process. Mm. We sent out letters. We mm. sent out a gang of letters to people in Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Georgia a month mm-hmm. or so ago. saying, listen, we see your home, your home is, is scheduled for foreclosure. Please contact us. Let us help you to keep your home. Wow. And that's important, Hiram, because our homes are our largest, most of the time, our largest assets. Mm-hmm. So if the enemy and those who run with that joker can get homes wow. from people, then now that plays on the mind. So now you also start dealing, people also start dealing with mental illness. It takes a lot to be on the phone with somebody for an hour just trying to help them through the process saying, let mm-hmm. me just help you. Yeah, yeah. The stories we get. So, so that's one. And the other thing is with student loans. So the moratorium for that one, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> is ended December 31st. 
Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I didn't have to pay student loans and no interest. That's right. good. But I also was wise enough to realize that come January 1st, next payment going to be due. <laughs> They're not going to make me go back and pay anything. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't set things up and you're expecting to have another reprieve, then you're messing up. So yeah. the other day, um, Secretary DeVos, she actually um, has extended it until January 31st. Bless her heart. Thank you. <laughs> But yes, if sir. people don't take that, yeah, right. If they don't say, "Ooh, I got four hundred dollars or my five hundred dollars for my student loans," I can go and buy some Christmas stuff. No, so I'm going to tell everybody: limit what you do for this Christmas holiday, please, mm -hmm. please. Because just like, and I'll end with this: just like how you talked about Joseph at the beginning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'll end mm -hmm. with Joseph. There was a feast. There was seven years of plenty. Right. But then there were seven years of famine. And it was only because it was only the people were able to survive through the famine because God gave wisdom to one. And the leader who was not a godly man, mm -hmm. he was mm -hmm. Pharaoh, right? Did not follow the God of, of the children of Israel. Right. Here's what he said. When the people came crying to, to Pharaoh, when the people came crying to the pastor, listen, most pastors tell me that they spend more time talking to counseling folk about finance than anything. When they come to you, you got to do just like Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Send them to us. <laughs> Send them to somebody else. And here's what Pharaoh's words. Go see Joseph and do what he tell you. Mm. So you come to me, we'll tell you what to do. And then do it. Right, right. Follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. <laughs> yeah, you are the only one that can do it, and I promise you, it it will work out. I promise you, it'll work out because we've seen some people having some really, really good success during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I'm telling you that just just during the pandemic, my stocks have, I think today I looked and it was like a seventy nine percent return. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Only on stocks that I started putting money into come March. Mm. You probably want to holler at me. Right. I can't predict what's going to happen in the future. Mm -hmm. Right. But the same wisdom that God led us to and the connections of people saying, hey, bro, go ahead and put some money into this. Mm -hmm. So you can't be mad at, 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 at the Purdue guy mm -hmm. in Georgia for dumping all his stocks when he knew everything was going to go to hell in a handbasket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Don't be mad at him if you won't take that same attitude and flip it on his head yeah. and say, you know what? I'm not saying this. I'm put some of my money into this, and I'm not talking about no scams and all that type of stuff. Right? right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what I know. I got this from a reputable source. I get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I want to say thank you, bro, for coming on. Um, you have helped and gave some insight. I pray that all that are on, all that are listening, that you take this wisdom that was given out today and actually live by it. For those that have taken advantage um, in or, you know, taken advantage or just needed um, to be able to take that break on reference to paying on your rent or paying on your mortgage, um, listen to the wisdom. 
that was given out today, because what you don't want to be is you don't want to be stuck at the end because you did not listen, because you did not adhere to what God has put out. I, again, I believe that this was a timely conversation um, that needed to be able to happen. And so um, I see uh, Sister Ware, she and put in there, you know, make sure sacrifice and do not spend unwisely, please. Um, normally in this time, and I believe it was really, I did this intentionally um, having this conversation in the month of December. I did this intentionally okay. because because normally in December, folks go nuts. They spend money they don't have. They get in debt at the end of the year. And then at the beginning of the next year, now they're trying to recoup and they're trying to fix the things and all of those things. And this year, we don't have that time. We don't we, we don't have that mindset. We can't walk in with that mindset in this year. We have to be wise. So again, I want to say thank you so much. Um, bro, for coming on. Uh, thank you for being a part of this conversation on tonight. And for all those that have been on, that have been commenting, that have been showing some love, I want to say thank you all for y'all coming on tonight. This conversation is one of those conversations that is not cannot end just today. We are going to have to have some more of these conversations, and we are going to give unto you whatever the resources and, um, and information for those that need to be able to take advantage of this. We want to make sure that people can get the help that they need. And Amen. so my advice to those that are on that need whatever that financial context or help um, that you need, please reach out to somebody that you know can give you some that are wise. Now, Amen. when I mean wise, I'm talking about it's not that because of their clothes look nice. I'm talking about because you see some form of fruit and evidence in their life that they have been good stewards and they know the basics and know how to be able to govern their finance. For those that can um, take advantage of being able to be a part of the PR Institute and what they provide, please reach out. I put his social media information up here. Um, I also have it in the description below for those that will be able to listen to this on uh, Spotify or anything like any of the podcast forms and platforms. Make sure you take advantage of this because we want to make sure no matter who you are, we, we need to all make sure that we are ready for the future financially. Um, so again, thank you, my brother, for coming on. Thank you all for, for those that have listened and came on and showed us some love on tonight. And thank you for being a part of tonight's Focus on Greatness podcast. Again, I am your host and I love you all. I love you all. And thank you for being a part of this conversation. We love you. And we'll see you next time right here every first and third. Yes, sir. Go ahead. One quick thing. End. Yes. For those of you who are watching, I'm going to give everybody who is watching. I don't know how many people are watching, but I just mm -hmm. feel it in my spirit. Okay. I'm going to give everybody a copy of one of the two books that I've written because mm -hmm. you mentioned something about um, taking care of people's families. Yes, sir. So all I need you to do and, and listen, I'm not doing this for likes or nothing. Um, just reach out, put something somewhere, some find some way to reach out to me and say, I'll listen to the podcast and I will send you a promo code for one of these two books, because mm -hmm. it's important that we start building wealth today. And the way we build wealth today is how we deal with it from a godly perspective on estate planning. So uh, I get given Tuesday was Tuesday, but today is 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 Monday of the next week. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah.
That's yeah. my gift to, to, to y'all. All right. So please take advantage of it. Again, his stuff, his information, um, his Facebook account is on here. So for those that want to be able to take advantage of the offer that he just gave, go DM him, instant message him and give him your information and let him know that you saw him and that you are on the Focus on Greatness podcast. And he'll be able to bless and give you the offer that he just communicated. Again, for those that will be listening, you can be able to take advantage as well. Go to PRF Institute and on Facebook, on uh, Twitter, and you can be able to find him and communicate that. So, again, yeah. thank you, sir, for doing that. Thank you, um, brother. You know, thank you for being led by the spirit and being able to uh, bless the people of God that are on tonight. And we love all of y'all. And we sure. will see you next time again right here on Focus on Greatness podcast every first and third Monday at 630 p.m. Love you all. And talk to y'all later. Bye bye. I want to say thank you for listening today to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My hope and desire is that this was helpful to you. It gave you the tools that you needed to be able to continue to find the greatness that's within you. Thank you again for joining me and continue to be a part of this greatness family. Talk to you later.